Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here again in those sweet little ears of yours for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. Welcome, my dears. Welcome. This is Season 3, Episode 2. I'm calling this one The Butt and Nothing But. So come on in. Put up your feet, go to the bathroom if you need to, get you a snack, get you a pack of bowl, get you some wine, whatever you need for about a half hour podcast. But we are going to talk about anal sex today. Yes, it is time. Now, before we get to that, you still got time to do your stuff. I'm going to do some shout outs here. So I wanted to give my friend Ray a shout out very first because... Ray was one of the people uh, that I spoke about in my last podcast. He's got very long legs and he went to the baseball game with us that I had talked about. Well, I didn't mention Ray in my shout outs of last week due to a concern that I had regarding his job and slut radio being a bad fit. And Ray, I apologize. I did not I made that decision for you, and that was wrong of me. I should have asked you first. And um, I am sorry, and I love you, and I hope you forgive me. And this is your shout-out, and I'm I'm glad. I I tell you this all the time, but I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad. Okay. My next shout-out is to Cody Bear. Cody, thank you for coming to Knoxville. You drove out here from Nashville, and you partied with us on Friday night, and you had somewhere to be on Saturday. You turned around and left, but I was so glad to see you, sweetheart, and I'm worried about you, so give me a call or give me a text. Okay. Jordan. Jordan, 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 Jordan. I am not going to say your last name, Jordan. I don't want to be responsible for getting you fired. But it was so good to see you, and you and Cody both uh, drove in from Nashville in separate vehicles because you had different destinations, but both of you came in from Nashville on your own time to spend time with, with us, and we all did. We went out. We had a good time. Jordan, I'm very proud of who you've become, and you are just, you're kicking some serious ass, my friend, and I hope you realize it, and I hope you keep doing it and just enjoy the fuck out of it. Rick, Rick, my friend, I told you I was going to give you a shout out. Here it is. I love you, and I thank you for the IT help you're giving me. Laquan, you guys are going to meet Laquan on an upcoming episode, so I'm just going to be quiet now and just say that's all. Now, my last two shout-outs are to two young women that I met on Friday night. Before I give these two young ladies their shout-outs, let me tell you, it seems like my friends and I are doing a lot of drinking on the weekends. So, you can use that to your advantage. If you want to meet some fun people and hang out with us, and you see a group of about, I don't know, five or six people, several of them over six feet tall, and they're in the center of all these people, there is a short, 
round woman in her fifties. The chances are that's me and my boys. The chances go up if you see this short round woman and her head is looks like she's looks like she's had a bucket of water dumped over her head. The chances have gone up to about 99.9% that you found me because I sweat. I was so nasty and sweaty and disgusting on Friday night when I met these two young ladies. I am surprised that they didn't, you know, just go, ew. But they were very nice and very friendly and they both talked to me. Kaylin, I, I want to say it was Kaylin, not Caitlin. Um, but it was nice to meet you and I hope you're listening and this is your shout out and Alice, it was nice to meet you. And it was, if you guys are interested in maybe being on the show, I gave you both one of my business cards, get in touch with me and we'll talk about it. I think there was one of you, I think... And I, I wish I could remember which one, but we, we were drinking and I, yeah, at least this time I took a notebook. So I wrote these people's names down. So at least I remembered you, Kaylin and Alice. At least I remembered your names this time. Unlike the people from last week. So it was, it was one of you two young ladies that was there with a motorcycle helmet. If that was you get in touch with me. I've got some questions. I'm, I'm very, no- I, I think I told you I was very nosy when I was talking to you anyway. So I'm very curious and I'm very nosy. So get in touch with me if you want to. And, uh, that's it. All right. Now, Dave Portnoy. Oh, Dave, you look so fun. You seem so fun. And it is time for my Dave Portnoy shout out. And this one is, I'm going to thank you, Dave. I'm going to thank you. And I'm going to gush once again and uh, go on and on and on about how wonderful Dave is because he's done something to agree with me. <laughs> yeah, that's the sad truth. But no, Dave Portnoy has intelligence and he has integrity and he could be the most hideous human being on the face of the planet physically. And I would still find him so fucking sexy because he's got intelligence and integrity. But yeah, Dave, you're yummy too. You're, you've got that, that whole, you know, cookie thing going. <laughs> if y'all know Dave Portnoy, you know what I'm talking about. If not, just don't worry about it. But no, Dave did okay give you guys a little bit of uh history here i guess on friday june the 24th in our my lovely my lovely homeland yes my lovely homeland of the united states of america my supreme court in their infinite wisdom decided to overturn a nearly 50 year old decision that the same Supreme Court made, no, it wasn't the same justices, but, you know, it, it just amazes me that they overturned a decision that they made. And, you know, it was, it was a big decision. It was the Roe v. Wade, basically abortion rights. This is a huge setback. 
And Dave believes that. Dave, when this decision, this historic, monumentally stupid decision came down, Dave did an emergency Twitter press conference kind of thing that he does. And he basically called out the entire Supreme Court. He was very eloquent and succinct. And he he spoke from the heart, which I believe. And it, it was a very good little uh, speech, I guess. And he, he also made it clear it was his opinion and his opinion only. It had nothing to do with Barstool Sports and so on and so forth. And that's that's where the integrity comes in. So anyway, that's that's my Dave shout out. But there's there's kind of another part to it that doesn't have anything to do with Dave. Because of the subject matter, the the whole Roe v. Wade being overturned, and this was on Friday, so today is Sunday, I'm doing my podcast today, you know, the day before it's released, so I can edit and, and all the stuff that I do. So it's been two days. When I was getting ready to go out on Friday, the decision had just come down, and, you know, social media was blowing up. And I'm sitting there drying my hair and everything else. And I'm just going, oh, my God, what is the country coming to? And I've got, you know, I'm I'm looking at the social media. But at the same time, while I get ready to go somewhere, I've got music playing. And I had a playlist on. And this next song came up. And I'm I'm just sitting there grooving because it was real. It's a it's a good song. And it's got a really good funky beat to it. And I was just getting down. And I'm listening to it, and I listen to the lyrics. And oh my God, my friends, this song could be written today. And it was released in 1970. It applies. There, There is one line in there about a Beatles song or a Beatles record or something. That's the only thing. That's the only way that you can tell that this song is not from today. Anyway, it it was released in 1970. It's called Ball of Confusion. It's by The Temptations. I'm going to uh, include some kind of note in the description or or something, or maybe even a link. I don't know, but I, I, I really want you guys to listen to this song. It's called Ball of Confusion. So look it up on your favorite uh, music platform. And uh, just give it a thought, because it, it the situation that we're in, not only in this country but in the world, it it's time to evolve, not devolve. All right, <sighs> need to get my bearings now, because we are going to talk about anal sex. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Don't worry, baby. I'll go slow. All right. I put up some Twitter polls because I was curious. And I wanted to know how many of of my listeners were knowledgeable about anal sex. I did find out that most of the people who took the polls are into anal sex. Or at least they are anally curious. So I think that's 
a good thing. I'm going to tell you why. I've always, always been curious about everything sexual. I, I, I can't think of a thing that I'm not curious about unless I don't know about it. And then I'm going to be like, oh, how does that work? You know, or something. It's, it's, it's not just the, the sexiness or, or whatever, but it's just the, well, how does it work? So I had a boyfriend in high school. He was my steady boyfriend. And of course we were fucking like bunnies. And when, when you're that young, everything is still a learning experience. You're still on a learning curve, you know, all of it. And when I was with him, every once in a while, his fingers or his tongue would mosey around to the back door, so to speak. And I liked when that happened. I liked how it felt. I liked the things that it made me feel. I liked the things that it made me think. And he asked me, I I do, I remember him asking me if it was okay if he fucked me in the ass. And I did. I told him, I don't know. Uh, He, I can't remember how big his dick was for the life of me. He was my boyfriend for several years, so I'm assuming he satisfied. Well, I remember him satisfying me. I just don't remember how big his dick was. Even not remembering how big his dick was, you know that a dick is bigger than a finger or a tongue. And I was, I was very uncertain because I was so young and because he was so young and neither one of us had ever done it before. And I was afraid it was going to hurt. Well, it hurt like a motherfucker. And I made him stop. <laughs> and we never tried it again. The next person to try it with me was the man that eventually became my husband. And we were, you know, getting it on. And he would get adventuresome. And he would, every once in a while when he was eating me out, he'd let his tongue dip down and caress my asshole and every once in a while if he was fingering me he might maybe touch my asshole not so much finger it but just kind of touch it which is a really 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 good thing to do if you want to you know get somebody's attention and maybe prep them for some good anal sex. You you want to make them curious. You want them to crave more. But like the high school boyfriend, the man who would eventually become my husband just shoved his dick in my ass and I made him stop. Okay. Please don't do that. Please don't just go ahead and shove things in people's asses. Um, porn is not a how-to video. Okay, people? Porn is not a how-to. You just don't dive right into the ass. Most people are not porn stars. And I have to say, more power to the porn stars, because I don't know how they do what they do. Anyway, when the husband and I finally were in the process of getting our divorce, and I got back on the sexual bandwagon, 
because my husband, my then husband and I had not been sexually intimate in many years. So we're in the process of getting a divorce and I hadn't, uh, the last time I had tried anal sex was probably about 25 or 30 years prior to the divorce. So I, I met this gentleman who became my very, well, I think he was my first friend with benefits after my divorce. Yeah, I got two new ones at about the same time. But this one, this one was special um, because this one is the one I consider to have popped my anal cherry. And oh my goodness, anal sex is so wonderful. So wonderful when it's done right. Because you know why? The same thing that makes it hurt so bad can also make it feel so good. And that's the nerve endings. You've got thousands and thousands of nerve endings in and around your anus. Uranus. Ha ha, no, not the planet. The actual asshole this time. That is what we're talking about. Woohoo! But yeah, if if you just go in unprepared and you know, that's not gonna feel good. If you wanna give your partner or yourself, you know, because you you can fuck yourself with a dildo or vibrator, whatever you want, a candlestick, you know, just don't shove things in there without prepping. All right. So my very, my, my first friend with benefits that popped my anal cherry, so to speak, um, even though I had had two guys fuck me in the ass before, which I've told you about, I think we can all probably relate. All of us have people in our past who we consider to be bad at something. Well, both of those gentlemen were not good at introductory anal sex. I met a gentleman after my divorce was underway. We got together. He had me so turned on from the get-go. And he was fucking me. I was being a good little girl, ass up, face down. I love that position. Anyway, so he's fucking me doggy style, basically. And he starts caressing around my asshole. And he spit on it. And then he rubbed the spit around. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, give me more of that. I like that. And and that's important. That's important when I told, when I remember with those first two guys, I made them stop with this guy. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) And then eventually he had two fingers in my asshole. He started off with a thumb and then he started to finger it in time with the, the fucking of my pussy. And then, you know, then he'd mix it up and and hold it in there while he fucked my pussy. Or he'd go, you know, in opposite time as he was fucking my pussy. He mixed it up quite a bit. And I finally, I was 
practically begging him to fuck me in the ass before he was done. And he's like, are you sure? Have you ever done this? He was very considerate. And he knew my situation, too. Uh, He knew that I was in the process of getting a divorce. He did not know how long it had been since I'd had any kind of uh, anal penetration. But he was still considerate enough to know that he had a big enough dick to do some damage. And I guess he could have if he just shoved it in there, but he didn't. He didn't just shove it in there. He took his time. He fucked me properly, basically got me so aroused that I did. I begged him to fuck me in the ass, and he did. And oh my God, it was so I didn't come, but, but, I didn't come, but I did go back for more later. Uh, he, he was a very good friend with benefits. And that got me, hmm, we'll, we'll say that he was not the only friend with benefits. He just, he paved the anal road for my next friend with benefits to pleasure me anally and now I really do I enjoy anal sex so I'm going to give you some helpful hints for those of you who are going to be um doing the penetrating the top position if you will um if if you're Getting ready to penetrate somebody anally. Lube. Lube is your friend. And remember what I said, babies. Porn is not a how-to. Just like no guys, not your average guy is not going to have a big old dick like in the porn videos. Just like women, you're just not going to be able to stick your dick in their ass the way you do in porn videos. It's just not going to happen. Or or men, I'm assuming. Assuming. Oh my God, I gotta stop doing the puns. Okay. I've got some helpful hints on making that ass good and ready. Uh, and this is just based on my own experience. Uh, because, you know, I've I've told you those first couple experiences with me, and those were years apart. It was just very dissatisfying for me and my partner. Um, you know, they didn't know what they had done wrong and it, they just didn't, they didn't know it. I didn't know how to tell them because I didn't know, you know, that there was such a thing as ass eating. I didn't know that there was, I didn't know about lube for God's sake. I didn't know about a lot of stuff. (laughs) So my number one thing is lube is your friend. Lube is your friend. Lube is your friend. Okay. Remember what I said just a few minutes ago? Porn is not a how-to by any means. No, 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 no. You can't just take your dick and shove it in somebody's ass. Please don't do that. Unless, you know, there are extenuating circumstances in every case. But I'm just going to say, if you're out on a date and it's your first time together, don't just stick your dick in, in the other person's ass. Okay? Lube. Lube lube okay (laughs) 
try to go uh, slowly, especially if you know that your partner has never been penetrated anally. Be slow. Be gentle. Foreplay. Now, remember these these two experiences of mine that were bad, and I still was very curious about anal sex because I something told me that these things felt good when people did it. There had to be more good feelings, right? So I'm glad that I stayed with it. You know, I'm glad that I kept trying it. And that third time was a charm, I'm going to tell you. But yeah, foreplay. Go go as slowly as possible. And foreplay. I mean, you know, caress not just the asshole, but the ass. I love having my ass worshipped. My whole ass, not just my asshole. So eat that ass you know yeah there's just no, oh my god i love a good love a good tongue lashing okay um, stimulate those those thousands of nerve endings until you can very very gently ease something into the anal opening and i mean go very slowly after you are in And make that thing a finger or a butt plug or something. And again, lube. Lube. Lube is your friend. I don't care if you go with a water-based or a silicon, uh, but lube is your friend. You can't have enough. You just can't. Pay attention to your... If you are the one doing the penetrating, okay... Pay attention to your partner's body language and his or her words, because sometimes that moan of pain can be mistaken for a moan of passion, and, you know, you you don't want that. You don't want that. Be clear about what you're expressing. Use your words. Again, communicate with your partner. I, I say that on almost every episode I talk about communication 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 use your words your body language is good if you're arching up and you're pushing your ass back onto somebody's cock chances are you like it but you know if if you're not quite there and your partner is still thrusting and you're trying to get away they just might think you're on the downbeat so use your words when it comes to anal sex do it because you want to do it because your body is craving that penetration do it because you are aroused so much that you want this one last piece of advice if you are being penetrated anally the one of the best things i can tell you to do and it's what my partner told me my cherry pop partner Uh, he told me as he was putting his cock in my ass, he told me to try and push out like I was having a bowel movement. Oh my God, did that help? Especially for somebody that was a noob 
I I don't know. Your natural instinct is to clench your sphincter shut against the penetration. And I'm going to tell you to consciously think about it. Think about what you're doing and relax that anus, relax that sphincter. And like I said, do your best to push out like you're taking a ginormous shit. And before you know it, that cock is going to be pounding your asshole and you're just going to be loving it. Going to be loving it. And I don't forget lube. Please don't forget lube. You can ask for more lube. And in this case, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that it is going to be the person being penetrated who gets to decide how much lube is used. If somebody says they want more lube, go ahead and put a squirt on there. It can't hurt. What's what's going to happen? You're going to pop out? Just go right back in. Just go slow. The The big thing is, is just to communicate. Communicate with one another. And, oh, I don't know, have lube. <laughs> and if you're going solo, if you are masturbating and and trying anal play for the first time with yourself go you i remember i told you my first purchase that i made after my divorce my first sex toy purchase was my pretty pink butt plug and oh my god i love that yeah if you're going solo go you and treat yourself right don't just you know don't just shove it in there All right, my babies, the time has come. Be sure to join me next Monday for my new podcast. We're going to take today's conversation to a whole new level. Remember, I told you Laquan was going to be joining us. He is bringing some of his friends. And babies, we are going to talk about eating that ass. Yes, we are. All right, if you want to hear this episode again or any of my other episodes, find out who I am, what I'm doing, you know, any of that stuff, you can go to my my website. It's slutradio.fun. Okay, don't forget to look for me on fullswapradio.com, F-U-L-L-S-W-A-P-R-A-D-I-O dot com. There's a lot of other good content there, so don't just listen to me. My Twitter handle is at slutradio1, the number one. My Insta is slut underscore radio. My Snap is slutradio, all one word. My Patreon is patreon.com backslash slutradio. I am working on getting all my other links and everything fixed. And like I said, Rick is helping me with that. So I will see you babies next Monday. Bye-bye.